You are listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello, and welcome to episode 126 of the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So happy new year. If you're listening to this in real time, it is the start of January and potentially the last time you can say happy new year without people looking at you funny. So we know that it's during this time of the year that everyone wants to dive in headfirst into the deep end on creating change for the better. And if we take a step back and look at life through the wide lens, you can find this a little bit comical even because truly we can create change at any time. We don't have to wait for a January 1st or a Monday or the start of the month to start again. But we humans are indeed creatures of habit. And we naturally seek these anchors to help us establish a foundation for the things that we want to do and to try to get steady footing on what we want to accomplish. But again, the reality is that we can do this at any time. However, until we center ourselves and figure out our priorities, our efforts may fall short of our goals if we don't do these things first. And that's super duper important because statistics show, brace yourself for this, 33% of people expect to fail on their resolutions before February. And almost one out of four will quit within the first week of setting their New Year's resolution. Really, it's about only 9% of people that successfully keep their resolutions. And that hurts my heart because what does that say about us? that we don't have integrity on our word, that we don't dream big and accomplish that big thing that we're dreaming. Some of us do, but that's why I prefer to not use the word resolution and to think of things more in the lens through goal setting and prioritizing because we have to first prioritize what's important in our lives. And why? That's key. Our why? Why do we want to accomplish these things or have these things that we consider important in our lives? And then we have to really audit our time and our efforts and how we really think we're going to accomplish these things. And this is what the conversation is focused on today. I will share with you my own directions that I'm going to take to accomplish my goals that I have for myself this year towards the end of the episode. So make sure you stick around for that. So when we're thinking about our goals and what we want to do or have, we want to focus on not only, again, our values and what's important to us, but we want to focus on our focus. (laughs) We want to prioritize our focus in the direction that we want to take our personal lives, our professional lives, our fitness journey, our goals in general, whatever it is that you have on your radar. And what's going to help us with that? My friends, 
mindfulness. Mindfulness is what really helps us prioritize our focus and what really helps us understand what it is that we want, what helps us clarify our why in order to have these steps happen. So as a quick review, mindfulness is paying attention to the right here, right now, the present moment in a non-judgmental way. And that's going to be big when it comes to goal setting, because sometimes we judge ourselves a whole lot, but we'll jump into that in a little bit. So mindfulness involves intentionally focusing on and paying attention to our thoughts, to our feelings, to our sensations, all in the present moment without getting caught up in our thoughts about what has already happened in our past and without getting caught up on the future, on anxious feelings, on what has not yet happened. And mindfulness can help us prioritize our focus in staying present and really paying attention to what matters to us the most, which again, are why and our values. When we're mindful, we're less likely to get sidetracked, to get caught up in the squirrel where it pulls our attention in a million different directions. And we know we have a bazillion distractions in our day-to-day life. And mindfulness really helps us to keep our focus. It also helps us to manage our time more effectively because when we are being mindful, we're then really taking account into how we're spending our times and on what we're spending our time, on who we're spending our time. And all of these clarifications, so to speak, can really help us make better decisions because they're going to help us keep focused on the things that are important to us. So what is it that we can do in order to practice mindfulness to prioritize our focus? Some may say that it is through mindful meditation. And some people like sitting crisscross applesauce or sitting on a pillow, eyes closed, and just sitting there in that moment for 20, 30, 60 minutes or so. That is an awesome way to do it. But sometimes we haven't even carved out the time for that. So I subscribe to mindful living, which means engaging in mindful activities through movement, through breathing, through the activities that you're already doing, but being more present and more mindful in those moments, because that is what can help us become more aware of our thoughts and feelings on the present moment. It can be through active movement. It can be through active breathing. But you do want to allow yourself to slow down in the sense. And it doesn't necessarily mean slow down our movements because you can be on a jog and still be mindfully present in that moment. And that space allows your brain to slow down so that you're not constantly thinking about what is it that I have to do and what is it that I have to get done. You are creating the space so that you can think of what are the things that are important to you and perhaps the how you're going to get things done instead of just thinking of that to-do list. We're so often in the go, go, go that we keep our brains so busy that we don't allow ourselves that space to breathe for relaxation as opposed to breathe to breathe. (laughs) I know that may sound a little funny, but it's kind of like the way that I think about coffee. So during the weekday when we are not being mindful, coffee is kind of like that thing that we need to keep us awake. 
And then during the weekend, when we perhaps have or create the time to intentionally slow down, coffee can be seen more as a leisure, right? Because then we take pleasure in drinking that coffee at that moment. So that's what I'm trying to say about breathing, not just to breathe to stay alive, but also to breathe for relaxation, to breathe, to create the space, to slow down our minds so that we can be a little bit more mindful. Another helpful tip when we're thinking about the things that we want to accomplish is to set specific and achievable goals for ourselves. And we can think about these things and that does a little bit, but it really makes a difference when we take pen to paper and when we write things down. It makes a huge difference in the way that we see things and how we really internalize what it is that we're writing And then we're able to put those things into action and do something with those thoughts. So we want to make sure that we write down the specific goals. So not just be healthy, but what about being healthy is it that we're going to try to work on in order to get to that end goal of being healthy? And on that same list where we're writing down and prioritizing also, making a priority list of what is most important, what is number one on my list, what is number two, what is number three, and so on. So that same list that we're writing down what's important to us and prioritizing that list, also writing down the hurdles that we may face. Now, this isn't to bring ourselves down. Writing down these hurdles actually has two purposes. The first one is, to be realistic with ourselves. So for example, if you want to make an extra like $10,000 a month in stocks and, and trading and such, but you aren't even in that world and you don't understand how that works, that may not be a realistic goal yet. So we want to make sure that we have the foundation of what we need in order to reach that goal. And we want to be realistic in the baby steps that it takes to get to that end goal. The second purpose that writing down your hurdles has is also to recognize your excuses. So yeah, sometimes you may not have all the knowledge you need in order to reach a big goal. We need to take it step by step. But other times we may have what we need and we just have all of these excuses, all of these things that keep us in this comfortable space that we hold on to because who wants to experience discomfort on purpose? Well, sometimes we have to experience discomfort on purpose in order to change our ways and to get to our end goal. So we want to be realistic with ourselves and see our excuses that we have for ourselves in order to move forward. Once you have done that, we also want to hold ourselves accountable. And we can say these things to ourselves in the mirror But then we have a good way of rationalizing things when they don't work out. So we want to take it a step further and share our goals with a friend, have an accountability partner or buddy, put it on social media, share it on a podcast. I'm about to share my goals with you in just a few moments. So share them with somebody else so that when the going gets tough or when you're midway through your goal or when the hurdles seem like they're really hard to climb, you think to yourself, oh, they're going to ask me about it. So I have to keep going because sometimes it's really easy to let yourself down, but it's a little bit harder to let other people down. So whatever way works for you, share your goals with a friend. And lastly, 
leave room for flexibility of life, but not so much room that you let yourself slide way too much. So what I mean by that is that sometimes we want things all done at once. We want all the things done at once. And as a high achiever, this is something that I myself have an issue with because I want to do all the things and I often bite more than I can chew. But what happens is that then when I don't do all of those things to the expectations that I have for myself, I then get this all or nothing way of thinking. And then it makes me want to give up because I'm not doing it to my expectations. So then I just throw in the towel and I want to close the book and never look back at it again. So you do want to leave some room for flexibility, but don't let yourself slide too much. And that's where, again, the accountability is going to come in. And another tip that may help you really organize and prioritize is breaking these goals down into quarters. So having a goal for quarter one for January, February, March, and then another one for second quarter, April, May, June. July, August, September, and then at the end, the last quarter, October, November, December. This is something that businesses do quite often. When you break them into quarters, you can either have a big goal that perhaps you'd like to reach by the end of the year, but then you have the actionable items really clearly identified in each quarter. Or maybe there's something that you want to work on right now and that stage of life that you're going to be in next October, November, December is really different from where you are right now. So I like breaking them down into quarters and it really makes them much more achievable because you're more in reach as opposed to thinking about this one thing that's way far out there. So I hope those three tips help you, again, not for resolutions, because that's not my thing, but to help you reach the goals that you have. So I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, and I will now be sharing the goals that I have for myself, not broken down by quarters, that I have on a separate piece of paper and I will keep to myself, but the goals I have for myself that I know I'm going to accomplish this year. And that's another tip I didn't mention is mindset, not doubting yourself, really saying this is what I'm going to accomplish after you have done the exercise of understanding your why, seeing what you value and prioritizing. So that work has already been done. This is just my sharing portion. So I'm going to continue to provide high quality therapeutic services to New Jersey residents, which is where I'm a licensed therapist. And this year I am going to continue what I did last year, which is having a social skills group, not only one time, but maybe even two. So there's that flexibility there. I am definitely going to have it one time. And if I could squeeze it in a second time, great, but I'm not going to hold myself quite to that because I want to leave room for flexibility. In terms of public speaking, I'm going to continue to create space for more opportunities to share my message with school districts and with organizations. I have the way I'm going to do that broken down, but that's also one of my goals. I'm going to continue providing you weekly podcast episodes with these longer, in quotations, these longer 20-minute ones on Mondays, the consultant counselor shorter episodes on Thursday where I answer parenting-related questions, and those are just going to happen throughout the school year. And then on Mondays, we'll have the longer episodes. And once a month, we'll have longer interviews where I'll interview someone and talk about how their work intersects with mindful living. 
And then I also have a goal for Amiga Moms. So I am the founder of this movement, which empowers 21st century moms through a supportive network and educational events with mindfulness practices to help moms find peace of mind and ease of heart. So we'll be having a lot of events throughout the year for Amiga Moms, and those include Real Talk live chats on Instagram. They also include monthly mindful meetups, as have been happening since its inception, and quarterly in-person events. The last one we had was at Spa O in September in Secaucus, New Jersey, which was phenomenal. We'll be doing some more of those, and an annual conference and retreat. So there is a lot on deck coming up for Amiga Moms. I also am going to publish a course, and this has been a goal of mine for the past two years. However, I underestimated how much time this course is going to take to create again to my standards. So that is going to happen this year, and it's going to have a mom coaching component as well. In addition to that, I am also on deck to become a published children's author. I don't have anything in publishing yet. My friends, I haven't even finished writing the books yet. However, I have templates for two books that I started and did not finish. And my goal is to publish at least one of them in 2023. And personally... If you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that last year I completed my first time ever 5K, and this year I do want to do at least one, maybe two more, but at least another 5K to continue to keep my health as a priority. So I gave you an overarching look to some of my professional and personal goals, and please do know, again, I have prioritized these goals. I have them written down by quarters because it's not enough to just do that big overarching work. We have to get really specific if we are indeed going to meet success. So I do share a little bit more in my 2022 year in review blog post that I have recently published on my website, which you can find at freedomemindful.com or you can look for that in the show notes as well. And my friends, it is my hope that you too are able to accomplish your dreams in life. And sometimes those dreams are really big and we cannot get them all in a single year. But it is my hope that you're able to break those things down so that you're able to not only have the nice things that you want and accomplish these goals that may have you fulfilled, but more importantly, that you're able to live a fulfilled life in a mindful way so that you enjoy every minute that we have on this earth with those you love. I now invite you to stick around for the short guided meditation. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, I invite you to close your eyes if you can, not if you're driving, but to imagine yourself looking in a mirror and if you have a mirror by you right now and you can take out the time to do this live and in person you can do that as well if you don't just imagine yourself looking in a mirror and I want you to really look at the creases in your eyes your smile lines your perfect imperfections that make you you And I want you to look at yourself or picture 
what the best version of yourself looks like. And as you're picturing this best version of you, really think about what does this person sound like? What does this person dress like? How does this person speak and interact with others? How does this person carry themselves through life? What are this person's wins and accomplishments? What are this person's goals? How is it that this person accomplishes all of the things that they have or want? Sometimes we fall short of ourselves because we don't picture ourselves already having the things we wish to have. We must first see ourselves as the person we wish to be, which can include living life mindfully, which can include having a stable mental health and always growing. As always, it is my pleasure. Catch you next week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free to Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V. De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.